Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with us today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing our examination in the book of Daniel. <laughs> you have to forgive the little ding-dongy things in the background. I guess I could turn them off, but uh, it's early in the week, and uh, uh, I get all sorts of stuff, you know. <laughs> things pop up. Let's see. I've got four really interesting chats going on right at the moment. And so, uh, but it's good. It's all things about the kingdom of God. So what we're looking at, if you remember, in Daniel chapter 7 is where we're at. And so uh, Daniel has a vision of four beasts. So let me reread these verses for us. Remember that repetition is at the heart of understanding and learning anything. Okay. Daniel chapter 7, verse 1. In the first year of Belshazzar, king of Babylon, Daniel saw a dream and visions in his mind as he lay on his bed. Then he wrote the dream down and related the following summary of it. Daniel said, I was looking in my vision by night, and behold, the four winds of heaven were stirring up the great sea, and four great beasts were coming up from the sea, different from one another. The first was like a lion and had the wings of an eagle. I kept looking until its wings were plucked, and it was lifted up from the ground and made to stand on two feet. Like a man, a human mind was also given to it. And behold, another beast, a second one, resembling a bear. And it was raised up on one side, and three ribs were in its mouth between its teeth. And thus they said to it, Arise, devour much meat. After this, I kept looking, and behold, another one, like a leopard, which had on his back four wings of a bird. The beast also had four heads, and dominion was given to it. So these are the beasts that we've covered up this point in time. There's one that was like a lion, had wings of an eagle. Another resembling a bear that was gnawing on some ribs that were between his teeth. Another that was like a leopard, but it had four wings on its back, four wings of a bird. And it also had four heads, and dominion was given to it. Now, verse 7 of Daniel 7 deals with the fourth beast. After this, I kept looking. So you notice, as we've mentioned several times, it seems to be a sequence here. He sees something, he keeps looking at it, looking at it, looking at it, and then it, whatever it is sort of completes his time, okay? And then all of a sudden, another beast arises. Then another beast arises. And he keeps looking, and here comes another one. After this, I kept looking in the night visions. And he sort of emphasizes that it's a night vision now, because it's a vision that he's having at night. He also called it dreams and night visions at the beginning. And I think that gives us a little understanding that even Daniel himself wasn't quite sure what he was experiencing upon thinking about it and reflecting upon it. But he does know what he saw. He kept seeing and looking in these night visions, verse 7, and behold, a fourth beast, dreadful and terrifying and extremely strong, and it had iron teeth. It devoured and crushed and trampled down the remainder with his feet, and it was different from all the beasts that were before it, and it had ten horns. Oh, oh boy. And immediately upon hearing this, we all go, oh, yeah, I know what that is. I remember hearing something about that over here and over here and over here. Yeah, you may have. You may have it associated with this. You may have it associated with that. That's fine. 
But again, let me just really encourage you, just stick with the facts that we see for the moment. Just, you know, go back to the foundation, let it develop. You notice that with this beast right here, he doesn't say that it was like any other earthly beast that we might associate it with. Okay? It wasn't like a, a T-Rex. It wasn't like a Velociraptor. Uh, some people will say that they didn't know about such things then. Well, perhaps. I don't know. But he didn't describe it as any other earthly thing. He said that it was different from all of the other beasts. Now, at the very beginning, he described each one of these beasts as being different. But there was something about this fourth beast that was different than even the previous three beasts. Look at how he describes him. It was the fourth beast. He was dreadful. He was terrifying. And he was extremely strong. <clears throat> now, how would he know that he's dreadful, terrifying, and extremely strong? Would it be just by the way this beast appeared? Well, there's no doubt. <clears throat> there's an element of that. Okay, We'll look at something. And that's something that may be totally inanimate, okay, just frozen. And we can tell whether it looks dreadful or terrifying. We can tell whether something's strong. But we really don't have to even wonder about it because the rest of the verse actually answers that question. Watch. And it had large iron teeth. So you see it dreadful. You see it terrifying. You see it extremely strong. And it had large iron teeth. I'm sort of chuckling because Daniel's looking and he can see the teeth made of Iron. I'm thinking of that big tall guy in the original James Bond movies. Those of y'all that are older, remember that had the teeth that were like steel teeth and that type of thing. But notice this, verse 7. It, this beast, devoured and crushed and trampled down the remainder with its feet. The remainder of what? What's the remainder well, I think the remainder the remainder of these kingdoms, kingdom one, kingdom two, kingdom three. Well, that's sort of interesting because a lot of times people wonder, how do you handle these kingdoms? Is it something that are these beasts, I should be saying, but they really are, they represented the kingdoms. Is the first beast totally done away, then the second beast, and then it's totally done away, then the third beast, and it's totally done away. You know, we third beast, we saw that dominion was given to it. That's the reason we can say that we know it's sort of a kingdom kind of thing as well as some other stuff we'll look at later. You know, how are they chronological? Uh, do they build upon one another? Does one come in and uh, take over one and supersede and build upon it? You know, how's this working out? Well, we're beginning to see some things right here. This fourth one devoured and crushed and trampled down the remainder, these other beasts with his feet. It shows action here. Devour, crush, trample. This is how he knew that he was dreadful, terrifying, and extremely strong. He had large iron teeth, this beast that he sees. He can see that. But then he says, it was different from all the beasts that were before, and it had ten horns. Ten horns? Now, let's read verse 8. This will be the last verse we'll read today. While I was contemplating the horns, <laughs> what do you reckon? Daniel said, as I'm looking at this thing, I'm thinking, what are these horns about? You know, he's, he's wondering about this. While I'm contemplating the horns, behold, another horn, a little one, came up among them, and three of the first horns were pulled out by the roots before it. And behold, this horn possessed eyes like the eyes of a man, and a mouth 
uttering great boast. Oh, folks, there is so much here. There really is. I mean, it's just the details, aside from the fact of what we may be cross-referencing within our mind and within our spirit with the balance of Scripture, right? But just think about it. He's sitting there, and in his vision, he sees this terrifying beast. He doesn't know how to associate with anything on earth. It's dreadful. It's terrifying. It's extremely strong. He sees it in action. He sees it devouring. He sees it crushing and trampling down these other beasts. And while he's while he's doing that, it's got ten horns, and he's thinking about the horns. And while he's contemplating these horns, another horn, apparently an eleventh horn, a little one rises up among the group of ten horns, and then three of the first horns, three of those ten, are pulled out by the roots. By the roots, that that's probably significant right here. They're pulled out by the roots before this little horn has come up. And this little horn possesses eyes, and his eyes are like the eyes of a man. Always pay attention to that like a man thing. And it had a mouth, and the mouth was uttering great boast. My, what is it that the Lord is trying to say to Daniel and his people at that time, and what is he trying to say to us? Well, we'll continue in the next episode. Again, I'm Dale. I'll see you then. Goodbye.